else that I was going to, and I can't remember what the hell because I've been drinking toddies and it's Bambi's fault. I see, this is the whole thing and I could never say this before. And so everybody thought I was the wild one in the family. It's like, now I can say it because I've got evidence. It wasn't me, Bambi got me drunk, she gave me toddies. <laughs> okay, I'll own it. It's like I'm rambling because she gave me a toddy. She, see, this is equivalent of her giving me a toddy. That's right. Be grown. That, yes. Grown. Oh, I see. I'm jealous of the, uh, of your, uh, peppermint stick. I gotta get me one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Snatched it off the tree right before I came oh. to sit down. <laughs> you know, I love me some props, girl. Hey, you guys, and welcome to this episode of Vibes, Moods, and Moves with me, your host, Janae Jordan. Happy holidays. For those of you who are new to Vibes, Moods, and Moves, tuning in, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're streaming on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon, or over on my site, www.janaejordan.com, Vibes, Moods, and Moves is the space where I, by myself, talk to myself, yes, all the time, um, and sometimes I have special guests come through, creative people who move me, inspire me, touch my heart, and we have real conversations about real things that impact and inform what we do, how we're feeling, and it was just really important for me to close out the year with someone who, for those of you who um, are now getting familiar with me and even still haven't gone by the site and read the bio, which you really should, uh, but don't really understand what my background is, I, I can't explain it to you any better than um, this. Today's special guest is why those of you who uh, have had the, the uh, fun and pleasure of getting to work with me, because <laughs> I'm in this, because I am a performing artist, it's her fault. It's her fault. You can blame her for all of this, because it was as a very, very little girl that I saw this phenomenal woman on stage, and I said, I want to do that. Basically, my whole entire life, everything she's done, I've wanted to do because she's the closest thing to a big sister that I have. She is a dynamo, multi-talented. Uh, it doesn't get more professional than our guest today. Um, acting, dancing. She has seen the world with her craft. She has touched audiences just everywhere. And I could go on and on and on, and I probably will do a pre-clip for this because I don't want to do it while I see her little face down in the corner. <laughs> and I'll cry because it, that's what she means a lot to me. She's a piece, a chunk of my heart belongs to her. So guys, um, in the spirit of the holidays, I'm closing out with family. Uh, I'm so honored and so excited to be sharing with you my cousin, my big sister, the one, the only, the incomparable, Bambi Jones. Welcome to the show. Oh my God, you're gonna get me crying. We haven't even started nothing Girl. yet. 
gets messy up in here. Ah, yeah, well, <laughs> why does this clip? But... <laughs> okay, guys, so um, for those of you who have watched some of these when I've had a guest come through, we have a tasty beverage. You know, I always tell you guys, have your tasty beverage, a snack, a comfy seat. And I like to let the guests pick the beverage. And so, Miss Girl, tell, tell, tell these people what it is that you decided we were going to be sipping on Okay. Well, I figured since it was a holiday, um, mm -hmm. we could do something festive. Uh, I'm in New York, so it's cold. Mm -hmm. So I decided that a hot toddy type thing would be appropriate. So we have a little uh, fresh apple cider with some rum. Mine is Bajan rum. Thank huh? you very much. And some them. cinnamon and nutmegs. Yeah, some Mount Gay Bajan rum. Mm. And here we go. Ah. Was that not Cheers. the perfect product shot? Cheers. Mm. Mm, I'm so ready. Ooh. Girl. I was quite liberal with the rum. So was I. <laughs> Wait. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. Holiday cheer, love. Mm, oh. Gotta keep the voice warm. <laughs> yes, there we go. <clears throat> oh my God, this is like apple pie in a cup. Isn't with it? A kick, with a kick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Y'all know I'm greedy and I like a hot, I love a tasty <laughs> beverage. So I'm just like, I'm not even going to act like I'm not going to drink this. I might have to pause this video and go get the rest of the pause. See? Oh, because you know how we do. Don't mm -hmm. get in the same room. Forget mm -hmm. about it. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing that's so like trippy. It's like, you know, I look back at like this past year and I think like, okay, I was supposed to come up to New York and like, you know, it's basically like crash in the middle of your world for like, a uh -huh. and then you were going to be down in Florida. Yeah. And so I was all like geeked up, like we were going to have our time, you know? So it's like, yeah. okay, we didn't get to have our time, but I just, this is so cool to just like, again, be able to do this, which, you know, is one of those projects that's like really, it's special to me. Mm -hmm. And it comes from, and what I've been having this revelation, I told you for the last couple of months, I realized more and more that the, just everything it takes to do this is coming from that space where like y'all raised me. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it was just like, you know, create from here and out. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just, it's like, yeah, it's like no place like home. This is like, you know, click my ruby slippers, <laughs> sip my toddy. Hello. Yes. I think this episode has the potential to get a little, little, a little holiday, a little holiday passing. <laughs> <laughs> I got my black angel over my shoulder. Oh, there you go. I'm See? hoping she keeps me in order. Mm, well, but um, <laughs> okay. So you know, all the rage, like all the kids are talking about it. Yes. Because okay, first of all, do you want to like tell these people like some of the stuff that you've done? Because I, my thing is, is when it comes to you. If we just focus on you as an actual, an actual mm -hmm. thespian, <laughs> your range is ridiculous. Like you can, you've done drama, you've done comedy, musical theater, just the gamut and everything that the, all the nooks and crannies you've mm. done. And so, you know, of course I want to talk about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with you. Yeah. Because there's so much in that, that mm -hmm. you're probably one of the only people, there's like literally one other person that I've had these heavy conversations about how I feel about it, but then it's how I feel about theater in general and Black theater okay. specifically. But, you know, really quick, can you throw out some of the, the roles 
that you have played all around the world. Uh, by sure. the way, Miss Thing, I've gotten, I've, I think I've gotten gifts and postcards literally from all around the world because of you. <laughs> so let the folks know some of the stuff you've done. Well, what, what Janae was saying that, you know, since from a little girl that uh, she's been, you know, following me and, and wanting to do what I do, I started performing professionally when I was seven years old. Um, and it wasn't something that I said, oh, I want to be a performer. You know, I, I sort of backed into it where friends of our family, um, I don't know, I know, Janae, you're familiar with him, um, the actor Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Oh my uh, God! Yes. Yeah, and and his brother Vincent. So mm -hmm. so his family, um, my parents knew, and and his family was, uh, and they were acting back then too when they were kids. Right. Uh, he was, and and his and some of his other siblings, and and his family said, well, you, you know, they have an agent. Do you want us to introduce, you know, Bambi and my brother Tony to an agent? Um, because they could probably do commercials or something and my mother's like do you wanna and i'm like yeah okay so we got you know introduced to their agent and we did start doing commercials so i started doing that i did a um a film with sydney poitier uh for the love of ivy can um, i do the line can i do the line can I do yes please do the fish are always hungry jack <laughs> that's right and what's scary is my voice was that deep then <laughs> I tell people that all the time. I did an interview a couple of years back and I said it, I was like, you don't understand. Like everybody on my dad's side of the family, we had these voices when we were little people. So yeah. that always cracks me up because I remember you told me the story about it. And it was like, we just watch it and go back and it was like, there you were like just the ultra rubic and cute and stuff I know. like this. And then that like opened up and said, the fish are always hungry, Jack. It's like, is <laughs> like, she possessed? What's going on Where'd that voice come from? I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue, darling. Oh, okay. Uh, so commercials did that, um, and uh, started taking acting classes because um, I've uh, the first professional theater piece I did was with the Negro Ensemble Company, where I got to work with all these incredible actors and learn my discipline and work ethic from them. Um, uh, Esther Roll from uh, from Good Times, uh, all these different you know, all these different actors, um, great actors, and uh, so I continued on with that. And um, as I, I decided to go to college and get a theater degree, even though I was already professionally working, um, I really wanted to get that uh, technique under my belt and do that four years. It was a, a BFA theater program, so I did that. And then when I came out, and I was an acting major. And when I came out um, and started auditioning, all the sh most of the shows that I was getting were um, musical theater, which I love to sing, but I didn't even really know uh, when I was a kid, I didn't really pay attention to the fact that I could sing. Mm. That sort of snuck up on me too. So it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a singer. It's like, oh, she can sing. Um, so I started, I kept getting cast in musical theater. So that's basically what I focused on because you have to go where the work is. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, was a I was in Australia uh, doing Eight Misbehaving. Um, I did Showboat in London. Um, I performed all over the U.S. doing like um, uh, all the different versions of the show called Nonsense, mm. which is still my bread and butter. Um, uh, Eight Misbehaving. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, 
an original piece, uh, a musical version of the movie, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, I remember um, that one. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, so a, a wide variety of things. And because I, when I was younger, I was more of a like a young character actress where I was getting cast for parts that I were older than me mm. um, because I had, that was just like my my personality and my how I carried myself I guess I had a baby face so I was like well we're not quite she can't you know she looks kind of young to do it but I had the voice and I had the you know the temperament you're chill the, the way I carried myself and the te temperament yeah, yeah. To, to do it so I finally you know grew into you know the the character actress you know and was and really was you know, got to be the right age to do all the roles that, you know, I've been doing, you know, before. So, um, yeah, so I just continuing to do that, you know, up until now. And like Janae said, I was supposed to be down in Florida in, in last March uh, doing a show, doing nonsense. So we were going to hook up. And then, of course, the damn pandemic happened. And, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, that got canceled. And like every, you know, like everybody Everything else, else. In, the, in the theater the theater totally you know shut down and is still that way so um but i'm very happy to be here talking theater and love and life with my baby sister i'm like so <laughs> like uh, that um you know it's so funny the thing when you said about you know it's like uh the singing just was like kind of oh yeah you can sing isn't that the way mm. though because I remember yeah. when I was taking my classes at Double Image, I was mm -hmm. really seriously, I was more into like people watching to the point where I was forever getting chastised for like watching people, like staring at people. I was always in like, <laughs> it, it was like character yeah. study. But yeah. I was more into the acting mm -hmm. than the singing. And it was kind of like, okay, well, there's a part where you need to sing here. And then it was the same thing. It was like, oh, so she can actually sing. And mm -hmm. You know, because when I look back, that wasn't my first, like, it was just one of those things that you just kind of do because it feels good. You know, right, it's just right. like, yeah, it makes me happy. But I was yeah. like really serious about, oh, I want this part and I want to play the character like this. And, you know, it's like, yes, I was that, I was that child. Mm -hmm. I was that. But you trained for it because <laughs> I, uh, I just found going through storage, all like millions and millions of pictures, family pictures. I oh, found Lord pictures of you in ballet class, girl, and you knew how to point your foot. I, I did. I did. You looked like you were having a fantastic time. You loved I that loved too. It. Ballet class. I loved yeah. it. I, like yeah. I said, that's what's so funny about life because I just remember my discipline was, again, it was uh the dynamics of being on the stage and working with a cast and um even from as a child you know you have to kind of go through like a little bit of an ego death mm -hmm. be an actor because you get picked apart to be put together to play yeah. what they want you to play yeah. stand where they want you to stand and mm -hmm. also like, respecting that if somebody comes in and they're stronger like it's like okay bye bye you know mm -hmm. and i remember oh god that takes me back really quick to remembering um like the, the, the one like really major audition I had as a kid was about Disney thing. Mm -hmm. And you took me to it. Yeah. And I will never forget, we were uh, we were walking to whatever the studio was. And you just looked at me and you said, 
just be you. Go in there, have fun, be you, you know, and then when we're done, we're going to go get something to eat. We're going to go back to the house and get on with the day. Don't think about it too much or whatever. And that's exactly what I did. And I got it. <laughs> but it was because this woman coached me to just kind of be me and have fun with it. But it's, that was, that was serious to me. Like that was mm -hmm. the thing that really, really excited me was going to the theater and yeah. wanting to be one of the actors up there. And then of course the seasonal tickets to go see Alvin Ailey. Alvin Ailey. Oh, girl, that was know. like religion for our yes. family. Like that yes. was, mm -hmm. it was serious. And it was. It was serious. And remember I, um, one of the premier dancers for the company, Sherelle Mesh, lived around the block from me. My old Oh, that's right. And remember, I, I, I was so it was something to see her elevate through the company to like where one of the last mm -hmm. performances I think I saw she had become lead, you know. But I remember, you know, seeing yes. so I saw a dancer in the neighborhood, and I knew her parents, you know, Mal and Joni Mash. Yes. We go to the house for dinner, and it was, mm -hmm. and it was like so for me, it was really the theater dance, and the dance was a part of it because you had the movement and whatever. But the music, mm -hmm. that's why I was telling you the other day, I was like, it's so bizarre that I ended up twenty years deep. And making records where they're like getting to the stage is like this much of what we mm -hmm. do and that's what i really sing to do because i'm a live train i'm a trained live performer right it's so funny when i think about yeah that wasn't even the i want to sing <laughs> yeah yeah like, i'm here to dance i'm here to act give me a uh -huh. heart i will do it you know it's crazy how that works out but it really is it, it's a trip and a half <laughs> um, but I digress and I sit my toddy. I'm really enjoying this toddy. I'm so <laughs> glad. So <laughs> this am I. This is one of the best ones I've mm. 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 And I'm in Florida, people. For those of you who don't realize that I'm in Florida. And we do have cold snaps down here, but today is not one of those days. <laughs> so I'm having another one of those moments where it's like, I, I you know, the kids would say, girl, you're flashing. No, I'm not. It's the heat and the toddy and the lights. Yeah. Get it right. And so anyway, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, I'm a theater brat. It's your fault, mm -hmm. and um, and your mom, my late aunt. For those of you who don't know, have mm -hmm. not read my blog. She will always be in my blog. My aunt Grace, the original, not the outrageous. Uh, people in theater, they know her. Go read the blog. Maybe we might get into it a little bit more later. But fact mm -hmm. of the matter is, like, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. even. So yeah, <laughs> it's like, not yeah, no. Um, Dynamo um, and and so many actors that you guys have seen and known. She's had a hand in helping to curate and cultivate them mm -hmm. for theater and television and film. And uh, part of me today really does feel like this is also a tribute to her because mm -hmm. um, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. us doing like some chatty situations. Mm -hmm. But I say all that for you guys, um, just, you know, this is, like I said, we're sipping. Y'all don't know. Another <laughs> side note. Okay, this is like the one person on the planet that I can go away with. Like before I moved down here, we used to come down here for spa vacations. Mm -hmm. And um, and and um, not do a damn thing, but talk. Yeah. And 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 drink coffee, and mm -hmm. then the latter part of the day, just drink mm -hmm. and talk and yeah. and chill. So yeah. you know, guys, bear with me. Again, it's the holidays. It's about family. Uh, so I'm actually welcoming you into a 
a piece of my family, a big chunk of my heart. So just bear with me. Maybe you went and made you a hot toddy. Bambi, let's, you know what, let's back up for a second. Again, what is in the toddy? In the toddy. <laughs> Fresh, if you can have it, mm -hmm. apple cider, um, rum, nutmeg and cinnamon, and just heat it up nice mm. and toasty, and it goes down so well. Mm. I'm buzzing. Because <laughs> I keep picking up my cup. Yes. Mm. And it's I have no shame. Yeah. I have no shame. It's um, the holidays. It's the holidays. Uh, um, okay, so. We gotta do our Christmas album, but that's another thing. Okay. Girl, girl. Girl. Girl, mm -hmm. and some holidays, and I mean, you know, we can get lit tomorrow night and sit up and record a whole bunch <laughs> of madness. I will upload it. <laughs> like, it'll be like the podcast bonus content. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Hollywood comes. Hollywood, Broadway, Motown, whatever comes mm -hmm. to uh, vibes, moods, and moves. Do not get it twisted. Do not be surprised. Note to self, girl. Yeah. Okay, so. As you know, I was lit. I was waiting, I was lit, I was ready for it. Ma, rainy, black, bottom. Woo! What? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. For those of you who are late, yeah. get into it. If you have Netflix, get into it. Now, um, August Wilson, I'm yeah. just trying to give you guys a brief uh, education. As best mm -hmm. as I can after I've been sipping this toddy. Alice <laughs> Wilson is when you say prolific playwright, not just black playwright, playwright, period. And for those who are familiar with his work, I think that for, for our generations, because it's definitely, I feel like at this point, it's definitely gone multi-generational, but it's the fact mm -hmm. that his work spanned all those different eras, eras yeah. of the American Black experience, mm -hmm. which is unique. And, yeah. you know, I know people, I'm, I'm all here for it. It's beautiful, kumbaya, but the fact of the matter is, is that um, those of us with that ancestry, you know, we grew up hearing these stories. Mm -hmm. And these characters are familiar, good, yeah. bad, and ugly. We know them. We know them whether we knew them growing up or we knew them through uh, stories. Yeah, And so, you know, without going down a complete rabbit hole about August Wilson, which could be a whole entire thing, that's the reason why there are documentaries, there are think pieces, there's so much out there about this man, rest his soul, he left behind an amazing legacy body yes. of work that is not just entertaining, but it feels like, and more than chronicle, it feels like, you know, it's like archive. Yes, that we absolutely, hear, absolutely. You know, in, in such an honest way, Mm -hmm. You know, without pretense, you know, it's just like, yes. here we are and here's the truth, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the thing that I love. So for me, watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I remember your mom promoting when it first hit Broadway the first time. Yes. Um, but to watch it in 2020, mm -hmm. like I told you, I kept going, this is crazy to me that this is still so on point and relevant absolutely when it was framed in 1927 and mm -hmm. it's 2020 yeah but isn't that the way with 
you know, everything that's going on right now. Right. Like, how many times have we, you know, as a people said over the last year, uh, I can't believe that this, something that we saw or that happened 50 years ago is still the same today. We're still fighting those same issues. Mm -hmm. it, it hasn't, you know, it might've gotten a little bit better, but now that, you know, with the internet and you can't hide that mess now, mm -mm. Uh, it's, it, it's just amazing. And it, you, you can, you know, going through your day-to-day -day life, you can forget some of that, you know, some of that stuff. But when you're presented with stuff like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and you're, and you like, like you said, you look at it and you're like, huh, um, <laughs> I'm dealing with that exact issue still today. And it was 1927. Mm. Uh, what have we been doing? You know, so, yeah. It, it, and, and the fact that the other thing also is the, Okay, just bottom line, you know, the first thing I screamed at the at the screen was Oscars get it right. Mm-hmm. Oscars get it right. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I you know I see posthumous Oscar for Mr. Bozeman. Mm-hmm. I think he delivered that for me was uh ooh, banging into my mic. Toddy. Huh. Um <laughs> I just felt like, you know, for everything that I read about him through the years and especially after his passing, mm -hmm. it spoke to like his character and his, his um, love of craft and yes. lack of, again, that over the top ego madness, but really mm -hmm. it was a dedication to the yes. work. Yes. Regardless, and that, you know, I did an episode, uh, I think the one before last, where I said, be the best of us. And then and I said, I don't put this, the awesomeness of who he was on him playing the Black Panther. Granted, that's it was amazing. Yeah. But for me, it was everything else that he was before he even got to that role. Mm -hmm. Because you know how this business is. It you know, it if you don't have a hold of self, you're gonna get broken. You're gonna get right. broken, tossed before you even get to the major role. Right. Um understanding, you know, I'm coming from beginnings that we can all relate to mm -hmm. and being multidisciplined. Yeah. You know, uh and then getting, yeah, to that place, but look at all the other roles that he took and he did from mm -hmm. point A to point B. But for me to select, to say yes, to play a role like Levy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not the hero in the sense of, you know, he's suited mm -hmm. up and, you know, he's that goody, goody guy. Yeah. But to represent that rage, mm -hmm. that disillusionment, Mm -hmm. and leave us, I feel like, I feel like it was almost intentional, leave us with the message of don't let it happen anymore. Right. You know, and it's like, you have to wonder like with everything that he clearly really knew was going on with him, like was that mm -hmm. part of, you know, the thought process, thought process beyond the fact that it's an amazing show to be a part of. Right. But I just kept feeling like, I wonder if that was kind of like, you know, his real good, good goodbye gift to us. Right. You know, right. was that for all of the Hollywood that you've seen me do, don't mm -hmm. get it twisted. Yeah. The game is still real and mm -hmm. family don't don't forget. Don't right. don't give away your stuff. Don't sell yourself short. Don't right. and then don't turn it inward. Mm -hmm. When the outside stuff happens, don't turn it inward, whether it's on yourself or community, you know, 
essentially we have to do better. Right. I right. just, that for me was just between that and like I said, Ma, Miss Viola. Yes. <laughs> I All still right. want an ice cold Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Only cost mm-hmm. but a nickel a bottle. Yeah. And I have to say, it's like, that was iconic. You know, that moment, because the thing was, it made you uncomfortable. You know, part of me being, you know, like, I was raised, you know, it's like kind of good, you know, a good girl, be a good girl, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's like. And so I, you know, if I asked for something like that, I don't know that I would have, I would have not even asked if I, if I said, if I demanded something like that, I don't know that I would have done it as many times as she did. Mm. Because at some point my, my, you know, good girl would be like, okay, 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 okay. You know, to the point where it's like, I was like, man, she's going for it. And even my husband was like, oh God, (laughs) you know, he, he was like, oh my God, like let her go already. You know, it's like, but no, she knew her worth. As, at 1927, y'all, it's like that did not happen mm. often. Mm-mm. I mean, she was taking a risk doing that, sort of a risk, because she she knew she had power. Mm-hmm. Because she had something that they wanted and they needed. Now, she knew that once, she, once they got that, then her power, you know, then they wouldn't you know need her really anymore so she made sure that she held that power and she didn't let up and it's like it just it just made me giggle seeing her manager like scurrying around you know to do her bidding it was 1927 and she was a black woman i know and i'm like all right get it missy and that's the thing it was like, know your worth mm-hmm. and demand what you deserve. And sometimes we don't get to that until we're older, maybe. I mean, there, there are some, you know, there are people who are younger who, who like just go for it like that. For me, uh, you know, I, it took me, you know, getting older to say, you know what? I deserve this. I'm talented. I've, you know, paid my dues. Mm-hmm. So I, I shouldn't be like, oh, do you mind if I, no. And so that was, that was fantastic. And that was, yeah. So, I mean, and if you really think about the time, mm. uh, the time period, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was amazing. It was, it was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, loved I, it. That, that's why that scene for me, like you said, it's it, I, it's going to be, it is iconic. Like yeah. there are going to be memes, gifts, all of that uh-huh. with yeah. that, you know, like I, I don't know the last time you've been IG, but I literally, I was finished watching it. I went and I looked up a vintage Coca-Cola poster <laughs> and posted that on my Instagram. And I was like, Ma said, and da, 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 da. And now excuse me while I go sip my ice cold Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And you know, it is, it's interesting that we are taught to be polite. Yes. Even in the, even in the face of impoliteness. Yes. Downright yes. rude. And it's like, 
what I got from it was being the age I am now, being, you know, well into my 40s. Mm. And I was wondering why for years I used to feel like I was, you know, it's like a, being on a, a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, why is it every time you speak up and say, but this is wrong, this is my share, this is what that, that I deserve, I do, you're always uh, met with pushback. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes you go, okay, fine, I'll back up, I'll, right. I'll play it nice, I'll do whatever. And then you still don't get. Right. And so my right. thing has become, well, why am I playing nice with, you know, people who are full of BS? Mm-hmm. that I know what you want because you know I've already been there and done that it's like like she said and that's the thing it's the lesson in it and, and that's the thing that got me was you know I would love to sit here and talk to fellow artists in general and say oh well, we're the first bunch of people ever go through this that's why it's happening <laughs> no this has been happening for a long time and so when we feel that righteous indignation or because we take of agency you know right. and you have a right to it still it amazes me how more often than not people still feel it's okay right to want to take that from you meanwhile they need what you have mm-hmm. and then it's the whole game of well i'll try to make you feel like you can't without me or you're right. not as good and right. like like with the music the sheet music mm-hmm. it was swinging music yeah they knew it was good they knew it was quality but convinced him what he had wasn't treasure Mm-hmm. And that he should just be grateful to get the five dollars. I go through that so much in the business. That's why I said I was like, I don't anymore. Right. But and I and I encourage other people to also is if you understand what you're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. you have the complete right to say, why should I take, you know, the corner crusty piece of bread mm-hmm. when I'm bringing this and I'm bringing that and I'm bringing right. this? If you didn't need me to do it, if you could do it yourself. You wouldn't need me. Mm-hmm. So. You know, why can't I say, can I have a proper share of the pie? Right. You know, or like, again, we've been saying this for like, how long? Where's my seat at the table? It's like, screw mm-hmm. it, just go build your own table and exactly. cook your own meal. Exactly. And it is possible. Go independent. Um, but <laughs> it just, it, yeah, as I watched that scene, I was just like, wow. You know, and especially when you got, she, you got it very, it was very clear. She'd already mm-hmm. been through it. So yeah. it was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it was that thing of, I don't care if they like it or not. I know they need me to record this song and I want my Coca-Cola. Period. Right. Just like Sylvester is going to do his part. And mm-hmm. because I don't want to lose the point on this next thing, because again, knowing who the audience of VMM is, I see you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, I see the downloads and I see where y'all are doing it from. I know who you are. I thank you guys. Um, but it for me the one that really well there's so many scenes bam yeah there was so many i mean the dialogue is like ridiculous but um there's so much oh yeah i should have probably said spoilers <laughs> anyway oh didn't uh anyway um but it was also that point when uh when the uh the the guy from the record label was like well Mm -hmm. ma can pay sylvester out of her money and she was like if i want five dollars i'd give him 25 dollars. he worked just like everybody else and the whole thing Mm -hmm. of you know i'm not going to do it i'm not going to give him the money and then her manager goes back and comes like see it was a mistake it was i was it was you know it was a misunderstanding when she 
leaned back and said, no, the mistake was he said that before he realized he didn't have the clearance sign, the clearance form sign. Mm -hmm. I, right. I jumped up and I was like, if mm -hmm. that isn't the oldest trick in the book, literally mm -hmm. still in play the oldest trick in the book. Yes. Kids, yeah. side note, they will tell you anything to get the master finished recordings out of you. You will be the mm -hmm. most amazing artist they've ever worked with. They're going to book you. They're going to give you this. They're going to that. Once you ink on that line, you may or may not see your money. You may or may not get those bookings. Even things that you may have stipulated in your agreement may still not get honored. And here's the gag. You can't do but so much because what they really wanted, they got. And now mm -hmm. your voice is in their hands being reproduced right. and it is what it is. We have got to stand up for ourselves more. And this is across mediums because I know a lot of people who are visual mm -hmm. artists and things like that too. When it comes to granting clearance and authorization for people to use your intellectual property, right. again, watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, but that moment for me was kind of like, wow. Mm -hmm. He was like, in other words, like, yeah, no. He only decided yeah. to get polite because he realized I'm about to walk mm -hmm. up out of here and he legally can't take this recording. Right. She was getting in her car and she's like, I'll take care of it later. <laughs> when I get on home, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll send it back later. Right. I just, I, there's so much, <laughs> there's so much yeah. Glenn Terman. I said it in my text message, I was so wrong. It wasn't Coach Chief. That was um, that other um, handsome dude. He was preach. I don't know. I was just in my field oh, right. excited yeah. when I was yeah. texting. I was like, I'd love to see Glenn Terman win the Oscar as well. Because I do feel like because of the time that Cooley High came out mm -hmm. um, and because it was such a like uphill battle getting that, that movie, that right. film done. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was studying movies, people. It's serious. Um, <laughs> But it's just when you look back on that performance and if you were like, you know, present that now or somewhere in the last like 20 years or so for young actors, mm -hmm. you know, when you think about where they were in their careers at that point, if you yeah. put them here now, definitely would have gotten some kind of big award acknowledgement. Yeah. So I'm really stoked that it looks like they're on that path from what's yes. happening right now mm -hmm. with awards and recognition. Um, yeah, he's one of mine like favorites to win for supporting actor, best supporting mm -hmm. actor, Glenn Terman. I've been a fan yeah. like my whole life. Cause you know, my mom, my uncles were always like, we gotta watch Cooley High. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cooley High. Yeah. I love Cooley yeah. High. Yeah. And, and preaching, you know, and then, you know, for, you know, for people who don't really get it, you know, is also like the basis for uh, what was happening. Mm. Like a lot of that they took from that, like the Roger character is yeah, heavily yeah. based on uh, preach. Um, yeah, we're doing black film and television education. Oh, people, See, anyway, there you go. I'm, yeah, I'm going to save those speeches for January. <laughs> I love the ensemble. <laughs> I, I love the ensemble of the, of the, of the guys of, of, you know, of, uh, they, and just their, their interaction and mm. the, their banter back and forth. And it was just. I loved it because it, you know you're sitting there and you're like, I've heard that you know I've heard I've seen this you know uncles or whatever or family like you said there's something there's something familiar mm. there, just the way you know playing the dozens and all this stuff with you know with each other it was just you know it, trying to give the young knucklehead good advice <laughs> exactly and he was so full of himself and you know 
and just the like, you know, the intellectual conversations. It was just funny. It's like, yeah, it was just so, it, it was, it was just a, it was a great movie and it was interesting. I was trying to remember if I could figure out what the differences were from the stage play. Cause there always are. It's like whenever anyone does a movie, a version of a stage play, it's always different. Things always right. get changed. Um, um, but Ruben Santiago Hudson, who, who, uh, was the screenwriter of the play, um, of the movie, right. um, was a dear close friend of August Wilson and has been directing, um, the August Wilson plays, uh, on Broadway for the last, you know, for the last bunch of shows that have been on Broadway that were August Wilson, yeah, Ruben Santiago Hudson. I mean, he's, he's performed in them and now he's been directing them. And then this, he, he also is a writer. So he wrote the screenplay mm -hmm. of this. So he knew it very well. And he decided to like, um, the whole, uh, speech, um, that Levy does about, um, the, the music business mm. and, you know, what they do, you know, how they treat you in the music business and all that stuff, um, how things work behind the scenes. That originally wasn't his speech. That was actually the guy who owns a recording studio. Mm. That was a speech that he gave, but Ruben Santiago Hudson picked uh, points in the, in the movie uh, where he gave, you know, he gave that, that knowledge to one of the black characters because, you know, as, as more empowerment, you know, so, so he decided to give that to, you know, to Levy. And it was just, it, you know, it was really amazing. The, uh, uh, Dusty May, she. Hot mess. I loved her. Oh my God. Yeah. She didn't, she, yeah, she had a bigger, she had more to do in the movie than she does in the play and in, in the play. It's very, you know, it's, uh, she she's definitely eye candy. She doesn't have a, a lot to do, but she definitely have more to do and more lines and stuff in the play. Just you know, so again, giving her more power, more agency over mm -hmm. her. You know, it's like so she wasn't just a total like bluff airhead. It's like she knew what her power was mm -hmm. and she wielded it how she could. You know, so. It was just a, it, it's, it's such a great, such a great movie. And, you know, and I hope that it, it, uh, gets people to look more into August Wilson, even if it's just his, his, the other movies that were fences that, you know, that was, you know, that was, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just so that they, you know, even if they don't go back and look at, you know, the plays, um, or find out about the plays, which hopefully people will, mm -hmm. at least if they look at, you know, some of the other movies that were made, you know, based on uh, his plays, it's, yeah, he's, he's prolific and it's, you know, it's really amazing. Yeah. I, what was the other, um, I was reading that, uh, they decided to add that last minute also wasn't a part of the original script. Uh, with the big band. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So just like that added yes. exclamation point on yes. message, you know, and I was just like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. and then again, it does, it makes you think of, you know, the old blues, you know, the other blues legends and rock, right. rock and roll roots and, 
you know, even pop music and all these mm-hmm. other things. It's like, who really, who really did it? You know yeah. what I mean? Or, and it was just like, there's just the play, the, the fun they had with it, I think creatively. Oh my God. Okay. So the music. Yeah. Brantford Marsalis. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah. love, 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 mm-hmm. love, love just everything that that family and their blessed creativity yeah. has given the world. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really cool. The note mm-hmm. of like, you know, musical direction and all that other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, another thing though, I didn't know a lot about her. Uh, but for people who didn't catch on, no, that was not Viola Davis singing. Mm-hmm. The singer who actually did the singing is a Maxine Lewis. Um, and she's worked with a lot of people. She actually started out, I think it was like with Tina and Ike as I get. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. okay. And she's gone That's on great. tours. Yeah. And she's like yeah. toured with a lot of people. <laughs> um, and I'm going to put some links with this because I'm big on, you know, we see these movies like, you know, The Color Purple mm-hmm. and, you know, Sugar Avery's Big, God's Trying to Tell You Something. Um, a lot of people didn't realize for ages that the voice was actually singer Tata, singer songwriter Tata Vega. And so, you know, I think a lot of times when we have these movies, the music is such a, a major part to where there's enough that there are soundtracks made or, you know, like there is an actual vocal performance along with the rest of the film score that might be available. I always love to just, you know, put that highlight on the voice behind it because not all actors can sing. And even if they can, sometimes it's just not in their contract that they're singing. So right. they bring in somebody else, guys, who can. And so this was one of those cases where um, there was another singer who was actually bringing the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the heft and the bottom, you know, to Viola's performance with that vocal. So I'm going to add some information so you guys can get a little bit more informed about singer Maxine Lewis and her history, because it also makes me think of this, this documentary that I've seen that I love. I can't remember, was it 15 feet away from stardom or 30 feet away from stardom? Oh yeah, Darling Love. I love that doc. It's not even funny because I think Mm -hmm. it speaks volumes to, there's such a sense of satisfaction when you do this because you love to do it without the strain and stress of, you have to be this, you have to be that. And it's kind of like you find it at your own pace. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you're happy singing the backup and singing your face off, let people do what they do for the check and then work on their craft for the love and, you know, and give the acknowledgement. Right. You know, give that recognition. You know, mm-hmm. those voices are there for a reason and they have made the difference on some of our favorite records. And so yeah. that's one of those things when I, you know, when I do, when I was looking into all the little nuts and bolts behind Ma Rainey's and everybody's hands that were in it, George C. Wolf. Yes, yeah. Like, how can we not know that name, kids, if you don't right, then? Right. I'll sip my toddy and say, <laughs> Google him. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the, the thing, even even uh, Chadwick Boseman is like, sing, singer, hello. Thank you. And, yeah, be, and I, I didn't know this until uh, recently. I, you know, I only knew him from the movies, 42 and all that. And I found out uh, that he started out in theater, as you said, so multidisciplinary. He started out in theater and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was rehearsing for a show that was uh, a, a Tupac 
musical that they were going to that they were bringing to Broadway, and so it was music and rap and dancing. If you look it up on YouTube, because there are clips of him in rehearsal, and the guy who was playing opposite him, uh, one of the other leads was um, Christopher Jackson, who was uh, played George Washington in in Hamilton on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And I saw this, and I was like, "What the what?" <laughs> He was rapping. He was this. He was, and and so he started out. You know, he he started out doing that, and he wound up ultimately not doing the show because he got offered the movie Forty Two, mm. and he almost turned it down because what he's a was a professional and he was disciplined and he said, "I'm in this project doing this project right now. I want to be able to do this. It's something I'm looking forward to." Um, and I don't remember who it was. It might have been someone who was uh, uh, part of that show who said, "Listen, man, if you can come <clears throat> back to do this, mm -hmm. you need to go and do that. You need to go and do forty-two and take that next level up. You can, if the show is running, you know, we will welcome you back with open arms. But you need to go and do that movie." So he left the show mm. before, you know, before it, uh, before it got to Broadway and went to do 42. So I was like, you just never know. Sometimes you don't know what all uh, talents people have because you only see like one thing. So when people, you see people in movies all the time and you're like, oh, they're just a movie actor. Mm -hmm. Most people who have any chops who are in the movies have extensive theater backgrounds, mm -hmm. you know, and because he was young, you know, you don't realize that uh, I didn't realize what a theater background he had. He actually, one of his mentors and Janae, you know, that was Woody King. Mm. So Woody King actually was the one who brought him to New York. Wow. Yeah. So uh, just just amazing. You just never know what I mean. Viola Davis, you know, major theater before she ever got to TV. And Thank you. How to get away with murder. Thank you. But th theater. That's the thing that you were talking about. And I said this to um, a girlfriend of mine, uh, BB Brenda Baker. She's done some stuff with um, the Negro Ensemble as mm -hmm. well. And a lot of people don't realize that she's done that. She's a teacher. She does a lot of that stuff. But we were saying this. You know, there's a discipline mm -hmm. that you have when that's where you started, that's where you got your training right. and you kind of got your feel for what you want to do. And that, you know, and that's why I feel like, I feel like so much more of a return to like the writing and producing and, and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. um, you sit around and you're in these, you know, uh, rehearsals and table reads and all these other things and people don't get it. like you're not just there taking up space at any mm -hmm. given time. You're never, you know, really taking up space. If you love it, you're never taking up space. Right. You're paying attention. Yes. To everything that's going on. Yeah. You're learning from the people in the room with you, whether it's mm -hmm. the other actors at the table. For me, I used to love to listen to the notes from the musical director or, mm -hmm. or you know, or the, you hear them talking like stage right lighting and stuff like that. I used to right. love to pick up on those little things that you hear in passing. 
or just watching how other people do what they do just in general it's it's a constant education yes absolutely so, so and, I, and if you're open to it yeah exactly and that's why i say you have to love it i feel like mm -hmm. if you really love it you can't help but want to understand and learn everything so that you fully have a respect mm -hmm. for what everybody does and that's the thing like i feel like again running behind you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like your mom, it was, you know, in that world, mm -hmm. like kids, your girl was going to like production meetings at like mm -hmm. eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Oh, the 72nd street. Like, I remember like sitting there and like seeing the actors from back when they still recorded. Do they still record over there for ABC soap operas up there in that like whole Columbus? Uh, they're uh, 60, uh, yeah, like 64th Street over like uh, Riverside Drive or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They, still have, they still have the studio. And yeah. that was like the gag was like at any given time you could be out and you see these people and then you see them as regular people. Or I remember mm -hmm. sitting there, again, we were out to, your mom was meeting with somebody and like there was like Debbie Morgan, like with like you know right. her script, like eating her lunch. Uh huh. Just like it's Angie. Like oh, all my children. Yeah. <laughs> all my children. So you know another dame like yourself that y'all are just ridiculously timeless, and I hope to age as beautifully as they do. Um, I cannot right now. Like it's yeah. Anyway, but you know the, the point is, is that when you're around all that stuff all the time, I think it's mm -hmm. kind of like you can't help but learn. Yeah. can't help but pick up things. And so, yeah, I think so many um, people who are rooted there mm -hmm. absolutely got into the world and are multidisciplinary. It's like, you can't not be. Yeah. Because, you know, and I, and I find that it's one of those groups of, you know, the well source, if you will, of where people spout out from, mm -hmm. that you really can go out into the world and like make it anywhere if you have understood what it is to memorize your lines. <laughs> and, the different deliveries and you know yeah. and, and how some people work and how certain you know certain directors work one way and others work another way and mm -hmm. you know the temperament of your fellow cast members and everybody's not going to get along and then you get on stage and you got to play a big old happy loving family and it's like backstage right. it's like i can't sing it you know but for, <laughs> your, for the craft for the work yeah, you know? yeah. It's like discipline yeah things, discipline and that's yeah. the thing that when i've met people along the way and doing this other stuff they never quite understand why I kind of just like dial out when things get like, because eh, mm -hmm. I'm like, that serves no purpose. That's a waste of energy. It's like, okay, can we get get the work done? And yes, blah blah blah. That's great. Um, mm -hmm. Did we do the best work we could do? Yeah. Like, is this is this the best? Okay, then I'm out. And meanwhile, yeah. now I can say, I know how to produce music and mic myself and do all these other things to be working remote. Because why? Because I had that discipline from growing up around theater folk to mm. pay attention right pay attention you yeah. pay attention um and people are so willing to share right information and knowledge and kind of like mentor you so it's like mm -hmm. yeah when i read about how people talk about again people like viola davis <clears throat> and they say oh she's meteoric i don't know it's like she ain't out of nowhere right an overnight sensation is like that 30 one, years later yeah a 30 year overnight me. sensation 30 yeah. years plus you know for an overnight <laughs> su success yeah and it's like and that's when i say but you know that's the difference and you can see it in the people who truly love it mm. and um like breathe live die by it you know what I mean? mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of like because 
when they get there, if if that's the route they're supposed to take, because I think, you know, and I say this all the time, is sometimes people aren't doing what they're doing because it's supposed to be for fame and celebrity. You right. don't know along the way in each performance who in that audience, you were the person who was supposed to be a vessel, a vehicle to touch them. Right. You know? um, so just kind of accept that you're where you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. If mm -hmm. that other thing is for you, it's for you. No one can take it from you or trip you right. down the stairs and, you know, and hide yeah. your costumes and whatever. <laughs> drama. Yes. It gets yes. scary backstage, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Stuff God. be going on backstage and in the wings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and you had the flashback. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Trauma. Um, yeah. yeah, nothing to go on Oprah about. Um, <laughs> Toddy. Okay, you almost made me do a Grace Jones spit take, so don't even go over there. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't done one yet. It hasn't gotten raucous enough for me to have to like worry about splashing my screen. Right. <laughs> Oh my God. I was in the hall, I was like, this, like, I was like, oh, you got baptized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't, yeah, tell jokes, don't tell jokes around us if we're sipping. Mm -mm. It could get really interesting. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like the whole, I just found like, I just loved it. Oh, again, that's the reason why I got my entire life. Thank you for the invite and information for the uh, Broadway Inspirational Voices. Oh, girl. I got yeah. my entire life. And I'm sorry, I just got to say that as, as, wonderful as that was mm. when this is over pandemic and they are performing live you have to come up and you have to see them live because girl you will be running up and down the aisles you know i will i'm a catholic girl and i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm like speaking in tongues okay <laughs> Because they are no joke. They, I mean, any music, oh, it move. I mean, music moves me, it, it can always move me, even mm -hmm. more so than any, like, acting, I love acting. I love watching acting. But music can move me like that. And it can be any genre. It could be classical music, mm -hmm. and there's something about it just like you feel it wells up inside you. God's going to church, gospel music. Any anything, any kind of music. It's like if it's done well and there's like a spirit behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it takes me places. And the Broadway inspirational voices, you hear them live, and you're looking at them, and you feel the because they're wild. Yeah, because while they're, you know, Broadway actors and all that musical theater people, they also spiritually are there they're not they're not play acting mm -hmm. you know and it's people of all denominations you right. know uh, uh, in there they're jews they're you know catholics and buddhists whatever but spiritually they are there and they take you on a ride that you are not ready for so that going to their their holiday concerts i've uh turned into a tradition like Alvin Ailey mm. is a tradition for us because I mean my, mom and dad and you know and I I would take them to it we'd you know traipse around and go girl that when they are live I, I, I can't even even I was Gino. testifying I was testifying um, I was sitting there on my laptop watching yeah. and hearing 
and yeah. listening mm-hmm. and and just being able to plug in in the chat girl yeah. we were having church i know i know it was it was a happening mm-hmm. and and i just and i and that's one of the things i was thinking was i can only imagine how powerful this is live yeah i mean just but go to uh if you haven't already check out their youtube you know channel because they they have a bunch of stuff on there and you'll get a real flavor of it with the choir during you know live in concert you know mm-hmm. I, I, their christmas album yeah i gotta get that i gotta put some money on but, my itunes card <laughs> i i, I listen to that and that's a christmas day and i've been playing it for my parents and stuff but christmas day last christmas I played it and I sat there and sobbed and mm-hmm. rejoiced and it just, oh my God, oh my God. And they, they're, they're just awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. That's music. Yeah, I'm that. so glad. And yeah, of mm. course, I thought of you the second that it, that I heard that they were doing a virtual concert, I was like, oh, I got to tell Janae because she will, you know, yeah. I, I wept. It. I did. I won't even lie. I mean, it was, there were points listening, just closing my eyes and listening. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I told you, I said, I felt I, I went home. I was yeah. home. You yeah. know, where the home is, you know, us being shoulder to shoulder at a theater and watching mm-hmm. and hearing certain yeah. uh, songs performed or played as dancers dance or in church, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. listening to the choir. Yeah. I just was home. Mm-hmm. And it was such an overwhelming and beautiful feeling. And then watch yeah. all the people checking in from all around the world and all mm-hmm. over the country. Wasn't that amazing? All of yeah. us New Yorkers that are scattered everywhere yeah. who just touched in because I think what a lot of people don't realize is that for those of us who have moved away, you never stop being a New Yorker. Right. You know, so for everything that's happened, we're, we're worried about wherever we are, but our heart still goes, but home. Mm-hmm. Home, Broadway's closed. Like that was the thing for me was like, everything's closed, you know, yeah. it's like, that's home, like home. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was, I was, yeah, I was in there typing. And then when I finally stopped typing, it was because I was standing up in the room, just like <laughs> and having a hallelujah and a yeah. Jesus moment all by myself. Yeah. And, you know, sending it, in text and sending it to friends and they were like, oh my God, this is so good. And I was just like, yeah, like I figure everybody could use that because even yes. though it wasn't, you know, the live aspect of it, but when the energy's there, Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I always say on the show, you guys know I'm, I can be really, I'm very spiritual and I can be very spacey. And I say it's mm-hmm. like energy does not know time or space. It transcends all those things. And when it's good energy and it's been put out there, it just resonates like a sound wave forever and ever and ever. So yeah. if you can get in alignment with it and that sound wave, whenever somebody presses play and hear mm-hmm. it, hear it, catch the yeah. wave, get it, get some. Broadway inspirational voices, y'all need to check that out because it was everything. Mm-hmm. It really helped get me in the holiday spirit. I'm not, yeah. I'm not even gonna front. It really, you know, I have my own like crazy little stuff. You know, like I play one of those uh, Christmas soul albums that of course starts off with Donnie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I put up the tree and everything. But yeah, girl, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know I needed that mm-hmm. until I heard them start singing that first go round. Yeah. And I was like, I need this. Mm-hmm. And I know a bunch of other people who need it. Yeah. Y'all know I can't stand the Facebook. I went on Facebook and posted it. Okay. I was like, y'all need to get, get a ticket, do whatever. And of yeah. course can donate. Um, right. but it was free. And I thought that was also beautiful. It was very generous. Uh, yeah. 
actually do that when they need to be a lot of these different organizations raising funds mm -hmm. to keep and and also you know seeing what they do it was just that was interesting too was in the community yeah with, yeah because those are names that i haven't seen in a long time like covenant house and mm -hmm. things like that you think about in the 80s you know how much work they did and you know and yeah. it's just so it was good stuff but yeah for those of you mm -hmm. who feel like you need a healing on your heart for the holiday yeah. yes get some Broadway there you go. I'm gonna drop a link up in here too for that because it was good yeah because of her I knew it because everything she does <laughs> like seriously it's like bam goes and like gets a new lipstick I'm like what color is that <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know what's really funny is that it just like it every uh, as you get older it's like at some, at some point, you know, the child becomes a parent and the parent becomes a child. With us, you know, you, I, I was, you know, an inspiration for you. And now the tables have turned where, so you're an inspiration, you're my inspiration now. Shut because, up. yeah, no, because it's, it's absolutely true. Because it's like, you know, I got to a place that especially with the you know with the pandemic and everything and i was like oh yeah the work's not happening and but even before that i was i was just like you know in this you know different space where i was like uh do i really have a place in you know in theater do i really have a place in whatever just you know for whatever i don't even know why for whatever reason things going on probably you know my you know taking care of my parents and then losing my parents and stuff so that that puts you in a you know in a weird space and uh, the tables turned where you know Janae you were saying well you know you about you know you got to get out there you got to do this and that and and for what you're doing for yourself and you've always been a go-getter you always have been but there's something there you know there's something different about it now while the, there's you know where that is so inspiring to me where I was like, yeah, Janae's out there, you know, like you said, the and independent. It's like, you know, you know what you want to do. And, you know, if you can't get it done working with other people that you might have worked with in the past or whatever, and that wasn't that wasn't happening, you do it for yourself. Make your own work. And go out there and get it for yourself. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. And I, cause I was, you know, I was a little bit lost for a while. And I was like, Jeanette, take a, you know, take a page out of Janae's book. It's like, if, you know, stuff isn't really happening for you or you're not really feeling it, find, you know, a sub, either find something else or, or make your own place and so that's been I, I and I haven't said that to you before. It's no, like, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just it's just been really. I've been quietly like you know, just like hmm, okay, she's doing that. Okay, yeah, I can't. I gotta quit. You know, I gotta quit like sitting back and saying ah, uh, you know, do I I need to get out there and make it you know happen for me if it's something you know. If I want to do this and I, you know, and, I, and why waste, you know, your talent or so, I mean, I'm, I'm not explaining it well, but I just know 
that the tables have turned and you are my inspiration. I mean, you coming out, you having this podcast, you just, you know, making your music, setting up your situation the way that you want it to be and taking ownership of your talent and, and how you want things to go. Oh, shit. It's inspiring. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I, I see you, Nay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So thank Damn you. It. I love you. <laughs> We're supposed to get through this without any episodes. Mm. Oh my God. I don't know why you thought that wasn't going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, because it's crazy what, and this has like been a, a crazy year, we know. Mm-hmm. We know even just for our family alone. Um, yeah. And it, it's just wild because when I look back, and it's so funny because I think about like the last time you were down here and that like wasted lost weekend of just us just doing what we do, which is like, uh, we going where? Nowhere. We're just here. Nowhere. Just us, I was in my cocooning. pajamas for three days. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> three days, pajamas. Right. And, 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 and that's the thing. It's like to hear you say that it's so wild for me because I still feel like when I, when I feel like I'm losing my way from me because mm-hmm. of all the noise that you get, you know, yeah. in this arena sometimes, and it's very mm-hmm. hard to fight for yourself yeah, to maintain you because everybody mm-hmm. swears they know who you are and what you're supposed to do and what you're capable of. Right. Like screaming into the abyss. Mm-hmm. I'm not who you think I am. I am capable. I am this, I am that. Please do not talk down, do not condescend, do not try to put yeah. me down to make me feel like I need you to build me up. And that happens mm-hmm. so much in the business. But when I think about, when I have to kind of like still myself and get quiet, I always remember you always just reminding me where I come from mm-hmm. and that I was always doing something, that there was yeah. always, and that I was always loved and supported. Yeah. You know, so, Oh. It's the holidays. I'm allowed. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that in pursuing whatever it is I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, you were kind of like always there to catch me. You know, like people don't know about the times when you don't get the job or you don't get right. the admission into the program you want or you don't get the crown. You know, <laughs> it's right. like. Yeah. <sighs> and and yeah. the only thing I can always count on was whether it was some goofy school recital or, you know, a performance performance or a club date or whatever, like this mm-hmm. woman was there. She was there, you know, but, you know, she's also the one that gave me my first piece of bubble gum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> used to pick me up from preschool. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, um, and so a lot of me being able to always catch myself and pull myself back is I'll find like those journals that you would get me mm-hmm. and like write a little note in front and then I open it and it's like, bam said I could do this. Like, I know I got this, like I can, mm-hmm. okay. All right, nay, nay, nay woman back in effect. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I got this because the world will put you through it. And mm-hmm. I think just watching you navigate, doing what you love to do, having a life, you know, and being this whole person who has this huge heart and you're not, and the thing is, it's like, you're just grounded and real. You know what I mean? Like I always say this, this is one of our running jokes and I'm going to say it. (laughs) No, not that one. (laughs) 
I do have some manners. No, but I always say it is like, you know, if I had met you out in the world, you know, like in the arts and stuff, I'd be like, oh my God, I want to be her friend. She is so cool. Like, yeah. she's really cool. Um, yeah, a lot of people realize like, you know, you your, your sense of humor is way fiercer than mine. <laughs> she's the queen of the quiet one-liner. Yeah. yeah, it's like the cute face, that, that, <laughs> that. Mm. Again, did I mention what a heavy hand she had in me becoming all set? <sighs> but um, yeah, do it, like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, I mean, like whatever it is, like I say, you know, I'm able to say, don't overthink it, do it, because you were forever telling me, yeah, okay, so what are you gonna do? Mm. And you wanna, what, so what do you wanna do, do it. Yeah. You know, and so just know that, you know, as much as you've always believed in me and had my back, I believe in you and I have yours and I love oh, you very much. I love you too. Tutties! Tutties! Cheers! Tutties! Love the holidays! <clears throat> so, okay, before we have any more um, group therapy, <laughs> I just feel like this is so perfect to, um, you know, really, like I said, close out the year with. Yeah. People don't know how to act when you try to oh. do something. You just... <laughs> um, <laughs> um, at least the cats didn't jump in. Um, yeah. But yeah, just to end it with family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at a time when we have had so much happen and we all can just be together and, you know, to just be able to get on here and just cut up, yeah. you know, um, you know, yeah. And the thing that's so funny is, is I'm pretty sure like anybody that we're related to, th this will be like a real interesting, uh -huh. I didn't know they were like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> uh... You've seen nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is perfect. And um, I also hope that, you know, for anybody out there, we're, we're sitting here as two examples of people who um, we love the things we do. We love what we do, mm -hmm. but we do a lot of different things. And yeah. what I urge anybody to do is, is one, allow yourself the permission to be all of you. If it's an interest, don't be afraid to uh, explore it, develop it, because that might be your click. That might be your mm. your light bulb moment. That might be the thing that give you your greatest joy. So yeah. don't don't run from um, the things you're curious about. You want to get your hands into. You want to learn. There's mm. it's never too late to never too late to learn new things, and it's never too late to kind of call forth a part of yourself that you might have put to the shelf and said, ah, I can't really do that, or nobody's gonna understand, or they're gonna think I'm crazy for doing it. Look, I'm out here doing this, okay? Mm. And I don't care what anybody thinks because I know I'm coming from a great place. Yeah. And I've had the blessing and privilege of being able to hear and know feedback that you guys can't tell just from looking at YouTube plays. Because that's not all that's running for this show. But I know what, people, what it's meant for some people. And I wanna take this moment to those of you who've let me know how much you love the show, how much you appreciate what I've been doing with it, and how much you want to just hang in there to see where it goes. I sincerely and humbly thank you for that because that's what this is about. And so again, I say if there's anything else besides just seeing two raucously adorable family members get together, 
<laughs> and do what we do in a way more calmer version. Um, but that you took something from the conversation, you took something from our stories, and this isn't even like the full of her. Like I could bring her on as like a guest, 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 and sit down and get into it. Like, but just hopefully um, you're inspired, you're comforted, you're uplifted. Um, you got to have some kikis with us. Yeah. Uh, but again, just we're here also telling you like, you know, be happy, um, whatever it is. It makes you happy, go for it, do it. Believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. And um, trust and believe that probably, even when you don't realize that there are people out there that believe in you too, mm -hmm. and are watching um, to the, the, the grown-ups. Um, mm -hmm. I also say be mindful because there's always, you know, a little girl like me back when she was only a little bit older than me. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't be giving up numbers as much as we <laughs> But um, be mindful of what you put out there because I know what an amazing example she was for me. Um, and I'm like rambling and it's toddy. <laughs> toddy. But just, you know, whatever. Send love. Remember the love. Like, like you know, my late aunt, her mom used to say, like, remember the love. Remember the love, people. It's the holidays. Um, and just every day. So whether it's, you know, again, your actions and your behaviors around young folks, it's your actions and behaviors with and around your peers, your contemporaries. Uh, this isn't the time for petty. This is the time for BS. It's the time to remember the love, yeah. to encourage that in other people, um, and also wear your damn mask and stay safe. Yeah. And just, you know, be joyful and grateful. And if you've got family out there, and, you know, this whether it's by blood or love, pick up the phone, call people, tell them you love them reach mm -hmm. out and um, make that time, make that time. It's precious. These are the precious moments. Bambi, I love you. Be I love you. I words. love you. I really do. And to the rest of our crazy wild family all yeah. over the country mm -hmm. and anybody who's abroad, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We love you guys. <laughs> and to the rest of you guys out there in online land, love you much. God bless you. Keep you. I'm not plugging all of the social media because I'm probably going to change it. And that's not what this is for today. Whatever you're, the links are below, but I just, I'm closing out by saying, I love you guys. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. you ready for it? You ready? You know what I'm going to say, right? Mm -hmm. Toddy! Cheers. <laughs>